Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. 
Amen. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. Good evening, everyone. We welcome everyone tonight to uh, our Thursday evening Bible study. Amen. We welcome our online congregation. So glad everyone is tuning in with us tonight and so glad to have everyone in the house of God to praise and to magnify the Lord with us tonight. Indeed, it's a privilege to be in his house. And whenever you get that privilege to be in his house, you know, something good will always happen. Amen. We're going to invite you all, if you could stand with us at this moment, we're going to get right into a Bible study without any um, further delay. Um, just by the way of announcement and, uh, you know, prayer requests. Um, first thing, uh, prayer requests. Um, I have a customer of mine that um, the three of the family members, you know, were affected with a uh, test positive with COVID severely in Pennsylvania. Um, the Gladhill family, so we're going to ask you to keep the Gladhill family um, in, in uh, your prayers as you pray that God will touch their body and God will heal them completely, that they will be whole. Um, also, um, um, anyone else have any prayer requests before? Yes, sir. Okay, Sister Stacy, your voice. Please keep Sister Stacy's, uh, that the Lord will touch her voice. And that you'll be whole. Amen. Anyone else? Amen. So why don't we pray and then I'll get into the announcement from there. So if you know someone that needs prayer, you can wave your hand and pray for them. And then um, um, as we pray together. So just pray together as we pray tonight. Father God, we thank you for this another privilege and opportunity to be in your presence, Lord God. For in your present there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. We thank you, Lord God, for the day, this day that you have made, Lord God. We want to continue to be, to rejoice in it and be glad, O oh God. You are great and you are mighty. Lord God, there is none like you. There is none to compare. You are the one that is and that is to come. We truly adore you tonight, Lord God. We call upon your name tonight because in your name there is healing and there is salvation, Lord God. As we pray tonight, Lord God, we pray and ask you, Lord God, that you will touch every person that is in this place tonight, Lord God. Our online congregation, we ask you, Lord God, that whatever their needs are tonight, O oh God, you will supply their needs according to your riches and their riches in glory. I pray tonight, Lord God, that you will Oh, oh, speak to our hearts, oh God. Speak to everyone in this place tonight, Lord God. As we pray tonight, we pray for the Gladiel family tonight, that you will touch them and heal them completely, Lord God, from, oh God, this COVID, oh God. I pray tonight, Lord God, for dear Sister Stacy tonight, Lord God, that you will touch her voice, oh God. Touch her body, Lord God, from the crown of her head. Oh, God, to the soul of her feet, Lord God, let your healing virtue move through her, Lord God, and that she will be whole, Lord God, completely, Lord God. Lord God, for all the hands that have raised tonight, Lord God. Oh, God, you see the high hands that raised tonight, that you will touch the needs of every person in this place tonight. Oh, God, and as we pray tonight, we pray for our Bible study tonight, Lord God. That you will, oh God, touch your servant, oh God. That as I stand here, Lord God, I come before you humble, Lord God, tonight, Lord God. Actually, Lord God, that you will use me, Lord God, to speak the words that you want to, oh God, me to speak to the congregation tonight, Lord God. Let it not be myself, but you, oh God, that speak through me, Lord God, tonight, Lord. And I pray and ask you, Lord God, that you will open, oh God, every heart and every mind of, oh God, the saints that are in this place and on our online congregation, that you will touch them and that they will receive from the word of God tonight, Lord God. We surely need to hear from you, especially in the time that we're living in, Lord God. We surely need to hear from you. We ask you, Lord God, that you will speak to our hearts, O oh God. Speak to our minds, O oh God. We ask you to bind us together, O oh God, with cords that can never be broken, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Cleanse us from all filthiness, O oh God. Purge us with isop, 
Lord God. Wash us and help us to be whiter than snow, Lord God. Create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within, within us, O God. Take not thy Holy Spirit from us, O God. Father God, if there's ever a time we need you, we need you now. O God, we need you in the morning at noonday. We need you in the evening when the sun goes down, O God. O God, you are worthy to be praised. And Father God, as we come in your presence tonight, Lord God, we ask you to have your way among us tonight, Lord God. We ask you to restore unto us the joy of your salvation. Uphold us with your spirit, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to look to you, O God, from whence cometh our help, O God. For we know this world is not our home, O God. We are strangers and pilgrims, O God, passing through this land, O God. Help us to be ready that when the trumpet sounds, we will be ready to make it in the rapture. We'll be ready to make heaven our home, O God. We want to be with you, Lord God. For you say you're going to prepare a place for us that where you are, we may be also, Lord God. And it's the desires of our heart, O God, to be closer to you. O God, to live for you, Lord God. To do the things that you want us to do, Lord God. To live the life that you want us to live, O God. Help us that our light will shine before men, that they will see the good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven, O God. Have your way among us tonight, Lord God. We love you. O God, we adore you. We call upon your name tonight, Lord God. And we ask you, Lord God, to have your way. Have your way among us tonight. Speak to our hearts and our minds as we give you all the glory and all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And come on, let's just give the Lord a round of applause tonight. He is worthy to be praised. Oh, have your way tonight, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Praise God. Uh, by the way of announcement, just a reminder that uh, Saturday morning we have a prayer breakfast at um, 8, 8 a.m. in the morning. So um, invite your friend, family, whosoever you want to get here. You know, it's nothing wrong. You know, we prayer breakfast is for everyone. We want everyone to be able to come and take the time out. You know, um, I'm, I'm thinking and I'm, I'm just looking that, you know, if there is ever a time we need to pray or where the saints can gather together, now is the time. You know, tomorrow is not promised to us, and oftentimes I use that terminology that tomorrow is not promised to us because it's not promised to us. And even though, you know, we may, you know, we go to bed at night, you know, and we do pray, some of us do pray, some of us get carried away doing other things, either watch a movie or something, fall asleep, some people just can't sleep, so they try to do everything to put them to sleep. But, you know, when you're, you know, anchored in the Lord, the Lord promised he will never leave us nor forsake us. And whatever going through in our lives, uh, you know, happened to our family, remember God is the one that created us. And the scripture said, it's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And we, we have to come to a time in our life where we said, you know, we have to repent. And the only way we can make it right, Brother D, is, is by repent and make sure it's right with our maker. If we don't repent and think it's okay to live the way we're living, it's not okay, my friend. Um, so, so that's one announcement. The second announcement is, um, of course, you know, we're, we're, we have a short time for our building project that, you know, hopefully we'll be having some um, some fundraising going on pretty soon. Um, hoping within the next week or so we're hoping to get something off and up and running. But the one thing that um, I want to um, do effective on most Thursday night when we're here, if I'm not there or someone else is there, you know, we need to put a, a, a basket either in the middle or in the back or keep it in the back there. On Thursday night, if you have a dollar, if you have $10, um, put it in there for the building fund. 
you know, because what we need, you know, I remember years ago, Pastor Swaggett, when we used to be at our at a church down the street, um, he used to say, um, he used to, you know, held the men, but he, he, he drive all the way from Willingboro and will come up to church yeah, almost every day when the door is open, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and he would stand and he would testify, and it said, um, you know, because we always talk about, you know, building project, so he said, if you put a dollar in the basket, just one dollar, you don't know how far that dollar will go. And, you know, as I was saying earlier that we have a short time to, to, um, to, to get the funds together for a building fund. And uh, the only way we can, you know, achieve our goal or meet our expectation, if it's the Lord's will for us to get the building, is if we're able to give. So my thought was, um, or is rather, um, if a thousand people can give a thousand dollars, that's one million dollars. The building costs one point seven million dollars. In fact, the, the 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 seller want one point eight million, but we're trying to hopefully pass the trying to negotiate him to owe him for the first promise that he promised pass that they will sell him for. So we, but you know, give and take. You know, if we can raise one point seven million dollars, and we have um, six months, eight months, if you please, to raise that. So, you know, you know, work the maths out. You know, if, if you think we can come up with, I'm, and I'm hoping enough to the congregation that if you think we can um, do something or whatever ideas that you have, you know, we, we have a drop box in the back there. We can start to utilize it with your ideas and with any, you know, opinions that you have as far as fundraising. We do have a few things, and we definitely, as I said earlier, we're going to be um, um, shortly getting to move with some, th- some things to uh, move forward to for this project. No, um, so that's all my announcement. Um, anything else I forgot? That's it. All right, um, I'm going to get right into the Word of God tonight. And um, before I do get into the Word of God tonight, of course, I want to give honor to where honor is due. I want to thank Pastor um, Wyatt for giving me the opportunity um, to stand before the congregation. And that's not something that I take lightly. And that's something that I take for granted. I do uh, respect Pastor with all uh, my heart. You know, I love him. You know, he's a man just like me, and, um, you know, he's our shepherd, and, you know, we should treat him such as, you know, he's our leader that God, God called to place at Christ into church, and um, he, he's the one that helping us to make heaven our home. He's the one that's steering us to say, you know, wrong is wrong, right is right. This is the way we need to go. So, you know, I, I thank him for the privilege, you know, in his absence tonight. Um, he's away in headquarters. Hopefully he should be back later on this evening. But keep our pastor in, in, in your prayers when you, when you pray. Um, you know, he has a lot going on in his head. And, you know, there's a lot that he won't say to the congregation. He's going to take everything to God in prayer. And that's our pastor. We'll come to you and we'll say a few things. But the things that is bothering him, we'll take it to the Lord in prayer. Because he's the one that answers prayer. And he knows that you serve a God that is able to do exceedingly. Amen. So continue to lift him up whenever you get a chance to lift him up. Um, continue to, you know, encourage him. And uh, let him know how much we love him and how much we appreciate him. Because, you know, what God is doing in this hour and the vision that he has for Christ Center Church, you know, we want to make sure sure we are behind him 100% with whatever God have in store for him. Because once he is blessed, the congregation automatically will be blessed. So if you give unto the Lord generously, and the Lord bless the man of God, we in turn will be blessed. And I've proven that for myself many and many times. You know, oh God has blessed me. And, uh, you know, one of these days... um, you know, um, if the Lord tarries, I'll be able to share some things with you. You know, what God has done for us and how God is doing. So I'm going to get right into the Word of God tonight. Um, in fact, I'm just going to give my topic before I get into the words tonight. So my, my topic tonight is the wise and the foolish. Which one are you? You know, before, um, so I, I was there Sunday morning while I was pastor was preaching, and uh, the the thought came just 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 like dropped right in my 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 head, and um, so I make a note of it. Uh, of it. 
And um, I'm going to go somewhere tonight, so um, there, there's a, a few scriptures that I'm going to get into, and I hope you have your Bible that you can turn with me to the scriptures that you can look on the overheads, either on uh, the side of us or uh, in, uh, behind me. Um, the scriptures, most of them will be projected up there. Um, so um, my, my first scripture that I'll be reading tonight will be coming from Genesis chapter 3. Verses 6, a very familiar scripture, Genesis chapter 3, verses 6. Um, so the verse said, um, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and everyone said, good for food. You see, you see food is something that we love. I, I want to see the hands of someone that don't love food. Is there someone that don't love food? So, so yeah, 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 the verse was saying, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, say it, pleasant to the eyes. There's a lot of things that are happening in this one verse of scripture, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her own husband with her and they did eat. So a lot of heating going on. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, why she think there was going to be food for her to eat. But, you know, God put them in the, in the garden and, you know, I, I don't know. There's something about eating. I, I know my pastor loves to eat and he loves to eat good food. I love to eat good food also. So I'm nothing wrong with eating uh, uh, good food. Uh, when I was looking at the meaning of the word, why? It's simple meaning. It said uh, having or showing experience, uh, knowledge, and uh, gr have good judgment. You know, um, a lot of people, you know, say they're wise, but they don't use good judgment, if you please. They, 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 they don't have the knowledge, if you please, and they don't have the experience. You know, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says experience is a virtue. Um, I'm gonna get into, I'm gonna get somewhere tonight. The fool, and I don't like to call or even use the word fool. I don't like to use it, to be honest. A person or action lacking good sense or judgment unwise. So, the Bible let us to know in Psalms. 14 verses 1. I, I'm sorry, I didn't give A.V. that verse tonight. I'm sorry, I pulled that one in there. Uh, the fool had said in his heart. Psalms 14 verses 1. The fool had said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. They, there is none that do it good. So the fool have said in his heart, there is no God. That's what the fool said. Another verse, in fact, another translation, and I'm going to use the NKJV version tonight, which is the New King James Version. Um, a lot of verses I was uh, flipping back and forth between the KJV version and the, the message and the NKJV and, you know, all those different versions that they have out there to see that would, what would help me to get, um, you know, the message across tonight. So um, I would just want to piggyback to the verse of Scripture, which is in Genesis that, um, that I read, where it said, uh, good for food and pleasant to the eyes. You know, as human beings, we have a tendency that like things that are pleasant. We, we don't like things that are, that, 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 just don't look good, you know, as, as a taste to it, you know, um, it's just pleasant. Um, in Proverbs uh, chapter 1, verses 5, it said, A wise man will hear and increase learning, but a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. So, if I'm a wise man, I'm not going to hang around people that are not wise, if you please. Wise. Be why? Because they're not going to give me wise counseling. 
in fact, let me take that back. I'm going to hang on to God because he's the mighty counselor. And he's the one that will counsel us over everything. And this is why it's so important that in everything that we do in life, we must pray about it. We must trust God and ask God to help us that if it is well, to make it come to true, come true. Amen. There are ten ways we, sh- uh, we should think like a wise person. The first one is think before you speak. There are many times things come to our minds and um, we just burst it out. We don't not think in the consequence that may come after that. The second one is realize there is no, is never a right time. The third one is balance self-interest with the collective goods. You know, balance yourself with things that are collective. Number four, put things in perspective before you jump to conclusion. There are many times we jump to the conclusion as close to what number one said and um, without not even, you know, um, you know um, give someone you know, the opportunity to say what they have to say. Number five, don't blindly accept the status quo. Just because everyone does something doesn't mean you should do it. What may work for me doesn't mean it's going to work for Sister Jackson. What worked for Brother Sharp not going to work for my wife. So, you know, don't blindly accept the status quo. Number six, Keep your power. Don't let other people negatively upset you. When when you're a wise person, or if you're a wise person, never let a negative person plant negative things in your mind or in your ear. Because why? Those negative thoughts will affect you. Those negative thoughts will mentally affect you. And you have to be very careful of the things that you hear. You know, um, the, the other day, which I've been observed, you know, like the young men that are in the church that are growing up, the Jordans, you know, all the young folks that are here in the congregation. Um, the, the one thing that I, I, I you know, observe, um, like the other day, I noticed when the praise singers were up getting ready to sing, all the mics were muted. And, you know, Jordan, he ran over to unmute the mics and I just back up and just let him be. Why? Because the children, the young people are the future of our generation to come. And if we don't train our children in the way they should grow, when they get older, they're going to depart from it because we didn't input anything in them. So we have to make sure, don't stop them, hey, don't touch it. If they're doing something and you know they're doing the right thing and they have an idea what you're doing, let them be. I just stood there and when I see what he did, I just give him the fist pump because, you know, that encourages him. And, 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 and I, I like that. You know, if, if I'm doing something and I know, you know, if I step on the speaker, it is wrong. And I still step on it and Sister Stacy punched me. Why? Because, you know, it's wrong. Um... That wasn't the, 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 the right move that I did. I, I know in my heart that I did wrong. And even though I think, you know, I can do it, she may think she don't have the authority, but she thinks that it's not right. So she's going to hit me because I, you should have known better. So, you know, when, when we train up uh, our children in the way they should go, um, they, they will, you know, grow up and they will be want to be a part of things. Number seven, don't act impulsively. Have a purpose and a goal. In everything that you do in life, have a goal. If it's one day you want to be a millionaire, you're going to have to save a lot of money to be a millionaire. You have to be a wise steward with your funds. You cannot just spend all your money every day and everything that you need. You have to save your money wisely. 
So one day, if you want to be a millionaire, you know, you never can tell. You may have that million sitting there um, that you want to just bless the church with. You know, bless the church with. Amen. Accept other people for who they are. You know, there you know, there are times it's hard because sometimes, you know, in life, you know, I I can't accept Brother Jackson because, you know, he's uh, it, not my type. You know, he does things a little way different from the way I do it. But accept people for who they are. Listen, God made all of us, and God didn't make all of us the same. We, you know, God, God is, a, is a unique God. He, he made us in such a unique way where, you know, you are my brother, you are my sister, regardless of what you look like or the color of your skin. We're all family. Amen. Number nine. The cover may be pretty, but the book may not be. So many times we may be reading the book because the color may be or the, 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 the color may be pretty, but inside the book, the things that are inside the book just not encouraging. Number 10, don't judge others. Try to understand them instead. When, when you understand someone, it will help you to grow, to respect that person more, to love that person more. And, you know, together we will walk and be happy and things will just work more smoother. Uh, I'm going to get into Matthew 25 verses 1 through 13. Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13, we're talking about the parable of the wise and the foolish virgin. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with them, with their lamp. But while the bridegroom, bridegroom was delayed, one version said, Comet, they all slumber and slept. And at midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out and meet him. Verse 7. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamp. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us some of your oil, for all our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Hold up, buddy, no, not so. Lest there be should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy. Listen, you know, when you're wise, you make sure you put things in the right prospect. You make sure if you have to have reserve, you have reserve. Don't be like the foolish that decide, okay, no, the, the ten virgin. You know, of course, five wise and five foolish. But the wise is thinking, but the foolish is not thinking. And at midnight, there was a cry. And we are going to cry. Why? Because there are going to be things in our life that, you know, if we're not wise, we're going to cry and say, oh, man, I make mistake. Many times we're driving on the road and someone will cut us off and we say, look at that, you know, foolish driver. <laughs> you know, I mean, he just cut his stuff in front of you. He's breaking up just like that. And, you know, so, you know, and it happened to me many a time. And all I do is just shake my head and say, God, just let him go. <laughs> just let him go. You know, because why? You, you, you don't want to caught up. Because if you get caught up with, with the way, you know, people drive or the way people do things, it, it's going to cause you to get like, mm, I can just drive and just run you off the street. You know, you, you don't want to be like that. You know, so this is how important it is for us to, you know, be wise. Because once we be wise, you know, things will always work out the way we want it to work. Um, verses 9. But the wise answered and saying, I think I read that before. Uh, let's jump down to verse 10. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom cometh. And those who were ready with him went in with the wedding and the door was shut. So you, you, you got to realize that when you have enough. Things will happen to you in life. You got to make sure that if you're on a journey, I drive a lot. 
And when, when I'm driving, if I know I have to drive all day, I'm not going to drive an E. I know in the tank, the, the, the needle is below half the tank. I know I have five-hour drive to do. Um, one, it's not a smart, smart move. And two, you, you're going to may not have a gas station nowhere close by for you to get gas. So you, you have to, you know, think ahead. You have to make sure, you know, you, you have extra Vaseline in the vehicle to get you to point A and back to point B. Uh, verses uh, 11. Afterward, the other virgin came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. So after the door was closed, only because they make the wrong decision. They came back. God decided to close the door on them. They came back and said, Lord, Lord, open the door. But he answered and said, Surely, I say to you, I do not know you. Depart from me. I don't know you. How many of us know the Lord? We say we know the Lord. But do we really know the Lord? Do we know him for ourselves? Do we uh, do the things that require of us? Are, are we living the life that God wants us to live? You know, we should be examples. We should be leaders. All of us, regardless of how young or how old you are, we are all leaders. And we use this term all the, uh, all the time. We are in this thing together. Regardless of what's going on in life, we are in this thing together. Amen. Verses 12. But he answered and said, Surely, we read that. Verse 13. Which therefore, watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. So it's important that when we do anything, don't do it blindly because we don't know what's going to happen. But as, as, as saints of God, as children of God, we need to make sure we watch. You know, we should watch and pray because we know not when the Son of Man will put in his appearance. And we want to be ready when the trumpet sound. Now, if the trumpet sound and God find us sinning when we're not supposed to sin, we're going to left, get left behind. We should let our light so shine. We should be examples. We should make sure we are able to witness to someone. If we can just reach one person, just tell him about the love of Jesus. God so loved the world that he died for us. And the only way we can make it to heaven, especially in this time that we're living, is by giving your life to God. That's the only way you're going to make it to heaven. Amen. I'm going to jump down to the same, ver the same chapter. I'm going to read in uh, verses 14 through 30. And this is going to be a, uh, the parable of the talent, which most of us know about the parable of the talent. But it went on to say, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, which called his own servant and deliver his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another he gave two. And to another one. To each. Then he, then he who received the five talents went and traded them. And made other, another five talents. Likewise he who received two gained two more also. But the one who received one went and dug it in the ground and it is Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled the account with them. So, verse 20, So when he, wa he who received the five talents came and bought five other talents, saying, Lord, you deliver to, to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. He said unto them, Well done. Good and faithful servant, you are faithful over a few things. I will make you rulers of many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. You see, the, the Lord won't give us more than we can bear. We hear the term all the time. But God gave us the ability, some of us, to multitask. Others are not able to. Use myself for example. 
I'm a musician. I'm a AV operator. And I'm a minister. If I should sit on all these talents, so to speak, and say, well, Lord, I think I should have more. So therefore, it's unjust because what I'm doing here, I think I have the ability to do more. The Lord's not going to do that if you know you can't handle it. If the Lord knows you have the ability to do a lot of things, the Lord will give you the ability to do a lot of things. If you know you're only good at one thing, do the best you can with that one thing you can do. Don't just sit on that one thing because you can't do like what so-and-so is doing. Don't be like the, 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 the one that because he get one talent, he's going to bury it and say, Lord, you, you're, you're not a good man, in other words. The one that get two, get two more. The one that had five, get five more. Why? Because they did what was right in the sight of God and the sight of man. Amen? Verses 23. Uh, His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler of many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he who received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you. New being a hard man, reaping where you have not sown, and gathering where you were have not been scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid my talent in the ground. Now there you have what is yours. Verse 26, But the Lord answered and said unto him, You wicked and lazy servant, you know that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the banker and my coming I would have received back my own with interest. Verse 28. So take the talent from him and give it to him who have the ten talent and for it Verse 29, for to everyone who has more will be given and he will have abundant. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant unto utter darkness, therefore will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So don't be like the foolish person. Make sure you invest in God wisely. Amen. Be a wise person. In Proverbs uh, chapter 3, verses 5 to 7, it said, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Verse 7 said, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord. And depart from evil. In Proverbs 3, 33. I'm sorry. Proverbs 8, verses 33. He said, Hear the instruction of the wise. And refuse it not. When you hear things that encourage you, don't refuse it. In, in Proverbs 9, verses 9. He said, Give instruction to wise men. And you will be Yet wiser, teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. You know, some, I think in um, 2 Timothy 2, 15, where Paul was admonishing the Timothy, he says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly divided the word of truth. We should know the word of God in our hearts. The Bible said, Thy word have I hid in my heart. That I may not sin against thee. So, um, give uh, instruction to a wise man and he will yet be wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. Proverbs 3.35 said, The wise shall inherit glory, but the shame shall be the promotion of the fool. Oh my God. 
the fruit of the righteous is the tree of life. And he that winneth soul is wise. Proverbs 11.30. Amen. You know, we should be soul winners. All we got to do is just to win one for the Lord. If we could just tell one person that Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Jesus is coming back. And you need to be ready. You need to be at the place that when the trumpet sounds, you will make it in the rapture. You know, that's all you need to do. You don't need to go take a microphone. You don't need to go on the corner and, and, and prophesy, repent, repent. Yes, everyone has to repent. We all have to repent of our sin. Amen. White people think before they hack. Fool don't. And even brag. They're foolish. Proverbs 13 verse 16 said, The wise inherit honor, but the fool get only shame. And in Proverbs 3 verses 35 it said, Wise like a person who built a house on a solid rock. A foolish person who built his house on a sandy foundation. So if you are a wise person, you're going to make sure you are rooted and grounded in the Lord. Amen. you got to make sure you know the word of God. Because why? Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Amen. There are ten characteristics of a wise person. The first one is cultivate. And in cultivate, in learning, you know how things are. Out of minds, we become more intimately acquainted with ourselves and are, and are to ourselves better worth knowing in cultivating. Number two, be compassionate. A lot of people don't have compassion. Why? Because everybody's just mean, you know, just, just, they're just, mm, it's not my day today, you know, no compassion, you know, they just don't show no, no, no form of, you know, caring for love for that person. Amen. Number three is be a good listener. And sometimes I have that problem myself. I'm not perfect. And sometimes, you know, my wife may be saying something to me. And I think I have it all together. And I said, no, that's not the way it goes. But, you know, be a good listener. Why? The Bible said, a soft answer turn away, away wrath. And a grievous word only creates strife. You know, so be a good listener. Number four. Uh, a non-conformist. Non-conformist. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry to hammer that one. <laughs> Number five, be open-minded. Number six, problem-centered. When 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 you when you are problem-centered, you, you know you you don't let things you know affect you. You know because you just bring it. To the Lord in prayer. Amen. Number seven. Be a, a good reflective. Be, let, be a reflector. Let, let, let your light. And this is why the Bible said you should let your light shine. Because when you, when you reflect, it's like someone looking at you and you're an example. They may say, I want to be like so-and-so. Why? Because you, you, you're a reflector of you know, being an example where someone said, that's who I want to be a role model. I'd like my child to grow up like so-and-so. So be a good um, uh, reflective person. Number eight, be, be humorous. Be, you know, have a little joy about yourself. You know, don't just be so, so stiff, so, so serious that you don't smile. If, if, if a bug is flying around your eyes, you're so serious that you don't even quench to see the bug flying around your eyes. 
you know, have some joy in your heart, in your mind. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is in us. And, you know, when you're a child of God, you should be joyful. You shouldn't be, you know, that kind of person that, you know, you just, you just so mean countenance and just don't care about anything else in life. Amen. Have some joy about you. Amen. And number 10, be willing. When, when, when you're willing to do things or if the pastor asks you to do something, you, you don't think about it. You just do it because he asks you to do it. Just drop what you're doing. Uh, you may say, uh, you know, pastor may say, uh, brother Scarlett, I may say, pastor, uh, 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 regardless of what you're doing. Whatever you're doing, it's important, but it can wait. Why? Because, you know, when you're willing, then you, you, you don't know what may happen. You know, because you make that extra step that, uh, you know, the man has got to ask you to do something, and you do it willingly out of a pure heart and out of a, 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 a kind, you know, conscience. You know that, you know, if I should take the time to sacrifice myself, you know, to help the man of God or the woman of God or the family of God, you know, at the end of the day, what goes around comes around. So somebody may see you down the streets, you're struggling with something, and, and, and they're going to come willingly come to help you to do, you, do, do, you know, I mean, because it comes back around to you. Amen. So make sure, you know, as a wise person, you continue to be a good reflector. Continue to make sure, you know, the life that, you know, we live should be the one that, you know, People will see the good works in us and they will continue to glorify the Father which is heaven, right? Because he's the one that died for us. He's the one that's coming back for us. And the Bible said to us, many as look for him shall he appear. He's coming back, church. And the only way we're going to make it heaven or home, the only way we're going to make it in the rapture is to be ready. That's the only way we're going to be ready. You know, we can't just say, you know, it's okay. You know, just like what Proverbs said, there's a way that seems it right unto a man. You know, it's okay. Okay, Lord, I'll wait. I got time. Uh, you know, I got more time to wait. You know, things, you know, don't put off today what you can do tomorrow. Do whatever you can do today. Do it now. Don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised to us. Amen. Make sure you continue to serve the Lord. Make sure you give the Lord all your heart. Don't withhold nothing from the Lord. Anything that you have in your heart, whatever is bothering you, inside or outside, take it to the Lord in prayer. Because He's the only one that knows our hearts. He's the only one that knows our minds. And He's the only one that will keep us. And He's the only one that will protect us. He's the one that's going to come back for us. And He's the one that provides for us. He's our way maker. He's our keeper. He's our rock. He's our soul. He was our shield. He's our buckler. He's our bright as morning star. And he's the fierce and theft as 10,000. Amen. We're serving a mighty God. We're serving an awesome God. And I'm encouraging all of us tonight, just be wise in everything that you do. In everything that you do, if you think you're going to do something that is not going to look good, don't do it. Be wise in everything. At the end of the day, you will see that, you know, the decision that I make was a wise decision. You know, if you stand on the rock or you stand on the chair right there and you think it's better to jump off and you jump off and break your toe or break something, you didn't make the right decision. You know, if you take your time and get down off the chair, you, you have a better chance of don't break nothing. So when you serve God, you know, don't just come halfway and say, Lord, I'm just giving you just what I have today. Don't give God part of what you have. Give God everything because he's the one that's going to restore you more than you can even imagine or think. So when you give God everything without not, with all nothing, God will continue to bless and keep you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Let's give the Lord a round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Our God is great. I love the Lord with all of my heart. I don't know for most of you that see me uh, come to church, um, you know, I, I make a declaration that, 
you know, I'm going to serve God, comes what may. I'm not going to let nothing stop me from serving God. Brother Darrell, once I have the strength to get out of the house, you know, I'm going to harm myself out of the house because I'd rather be among the people of God, praising and worshiping God, than sitting at home, watching TV, or do other things. Why? Because this is where my strength comes from. This is where I see the ones that I love. You know, this is my family here. This is where we can talk together. This is where we can pray together. And this is where iron sharpened iron. So if Brother Tom is not here, I'm going to say something is going on. If Brother Tom is missing, I'm going to say the only way Brother Tom can be strengthened is by being in the house of God. You know, and we should all encourage. I'm looking around and I don't see Mama Allen. And, um, you know, so I'm just saying when, when, when something happens, you know the people that are missing. You know, but listen, you know, we can only help each other if we're here to, you know, be together. Amen. But when, 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 when we've been missing, if it's not for health reason or you have to stay home, you know, it's quite understandable. But once you have the strength in you, you know, trust God and continue to live the way God wants us to live. Amen. Amen. We're going to ask you to stand with us at this time. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The wise and the foolish. Which one are you? Don't be like the foolish person. Don't be like that person that decides, you know, to build his house on the sand. You know, make sure whatever you're doing, you're doing it for the Lord and do it unto the Lord. Amen. Bow your heads with us. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for your mercies, Lord God. We thank you for your love, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for everyone that is in the house of God tonight. Those that travel from far and from near, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you will restore unto them, Lord God. Strength, O oh God. Restore unto them, Lord God, the promise, Lord God, from an eye, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will bless them continually, Lord God. Bless them more than they can imagine or think, Lord God. Bless them financially, Lord God. Bless them emotionally, Lord God. Bless them physically, Lord God. Bless them spiritually, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will help us, Lord God, to continue to be what you call us to be in this hour, Lord God. Help us to be wise, oh God, and not as the fool, oh God. Help us, Lord God, to put our trust in you, Lord God. Help us to look to you, Lord God, from whence cometh our help, oh God. We truly love you. Oh God, we adore you, Lord God. Those that are not here tonight, Lord God, we ask you to touch their body, Lord God. Touch their minds, oh God. We ask you to strengthen them tonight, Lord God. Those that are sick in their body, Lord God. We're claiming healing for them, Lord God, right now. In the name of Jesus, oh God. For you were wounded for our transgression. You was bruised for our iniquity. And by your strife, oh God, we are healed. And Father God, as we ask you, Lord God, to heal everybody that is sick tonight, Lord God. Let your will be done, Lord God. Let your kingdom come, oh God. It's not our will, but thy will be done. Have your way tonight as we continue to worship you. Have your way, oh God, as we praise you. Go with us, oh God, and bring us back, oh God, into the house of God where we can worship you and magnify your name and where we can call upon your name, oh God, where we can, oh God, learn to love you and grow in the grace and in the admonition of your love, oh God. Have your way among us, oh God, as we commit ourselves to you, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, as we dismiss from this place, oh God. Oh God, dismiss us from this place, but from never from your presence, Lord God. Let your will be done in our lives, oh God. We commit everything in your hand as we give you all the glory and all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody, just let's give a lot of round of applause tonight. Oh, hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, tonight for being so good to us, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord continue to bless you and keep you. Hallelujah. Let the light, Lord make his light shine upon you. The Lord continue to be gracious unto you until we meet again. God bless you all. We love you. Um, if you have the basket, Brother Tom has to get a basket. They can just put a basket in the front there. Amen. In Jesus' name. God bless you all.